Yeah! It's Politics and Pro Wrestling. I'm Gavin. What's up? I'm Mark. Yay. And we are the hosts of this podcast. Yeah. Mark, that we what do a couple sometimes. Of, that we do sometimes. It's been a couple of weeks. Mark, what a couple of weeks it's been. Uh, what's new with you? I got the second half of my 5G chip implanted inside of me. Nice. How are your oh, wait. speeds? Wait, no. Is it 5G or is it a microchip? I don't think that uh, idiots can make up their mind about that yet. <laughs> quite, well, what, quite what, yet. what can this thing do that was implanted in me that my cell phone doesn't already do? Uh, <laughs> Does it track my you, location? <laughs> it, I think it, it, I think it gives you, uh, I think it gives Bill Gates and or George Soros mind control powers over you. I'm unclear. It's a moving target. Let's face it. Is this really just like a battle between uh, Bill Gates and Tim Apple? It's a battle between uh, Tim Cook, the the void left where uh, QAnon, the 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 child pretending to be Q who lives in the Philippines, uh, versus the sea of idiots who are trying to carry his torch of lunacy. There's a lot of them out there. Yeah. Yeah, or it could be a that a lot of dumb people out there. <laughs> or it could be that I've just like invested myself in some really ridiculous subreddits that are that <laughs> might be part of it. <laughs> that like make me think that there's cues everywhere. I, Q- I just don't have time for them to live rent free in my head like the young bucks. <laughs> QAnon Karen is a well, I don't know how good it is because actually I just discovered it like a few days ago. <laughs> But I can see how it gets a little redundant uh, quickly. But still, it's just like, wow, these people actually think that stuff. That's crazy. You know, some people get that excited about, like, finding a really cool new indie band. They're like, (laughs) oh, man, have you checked this out? (laughs) For you, it's QAnon subreddits. Well, that's the the music is like the first half of the day when I can listen to (laughs) music while I'm working and stuff like that. Oh, Um, sure. Or like if I hop in my car and drive somewhere to get pick up some lunch like that's a that's an opportunity to check out like 20 minutes of music uh yeah. but in the evening you know it's a uh, q and on karen's <laughs> <laughs> sounds hot <laughs> mark uh the most exciting thing that happened to me over these past two weeks was i got fucking covid19 art now i i don't think that i've I think, I, you know, I've texted with you throughout this, but uh, I tested positive on Monday, April 19th, uh, almost, what is that, almost exactly two weeks ago. Are you are you doing kayfabe or is this a no, real thing? This is real. This really I, happened. I thought it was a hoax. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can, it was fucking terrible. I had my first dose of the vaccine uh, almost about two weeks before I got my positive test. So, um, that's crazy. I, yeah. I mean, I think, um, I think it, it would have been maybe a lot worse. I don't know. It could have been worse. Uh, so I think that having that first vaccine, I never had any kind of breathing problems. Thank fucking goodness. Mm. But, um, I have no idea how I got it. Uh, I'm really trying hard to let that go. <laughs> Uh, the handful of people I was in contact with, including you, over the couple of weeks leading up to my 
uh, positive test all tested negative. So that's good. I'm really happy that you tested negative. Uh, my friend Matthew came up. We had Ekiben the day before I started feeling weird. Um, luckily he tested negative, so can't blame you guys. <laughs> uh, what, what, when you, what do you mean when you started feeling weird? How'd you feel? Yeah. So, so Saturday, I guess that was the 17th. Um, you know, grabbed some, uh, sandwiches with my buddy, Matthew, uh, hung out for a little bit outside wearing masks, like responsible folks. Uh, he went home, uh, Sunday, I started feeling like I was having some allergies, which seemed plausible because I had watched a cloud of pollen just blow down the, the street a little earlier that day. And, uh, um, so I thought like, oh, that's kind of weird. Uh, Monday morning I woke up and thought, no, this is, this feels like a cold, like a bad cold. Uh, that's weird because I haven't left the house other than like to have lunch with my friend, uh, see you. And, uh, two weeks before that, get vaccinated. So I, uh, called up my doctor, made an appointment for a rapid test, uh, went over there and, um, the, uh, oh God. So this, the, this, the poor woman who was <laughs> administered the test, she was wearing all of the PPE in the world. And she was telling me this horrendous story about how her grandmother died from COVID in a oh. nursing home in the city. And, um, uh, she was sick with it for two weeks before they even told her. That's some uh, awful bedside manner. Yeah, I know. And I thought, Oh, that's, that sounds horrific. And, uh, she said, yeah, I've seen people with COVID and she was like trying to, to say like they weren't standing. So I, it's, you probably don't have it. And so she gives me the test and puts it into the machine. And I can tell she's like looking at the results and she goes, I'll be right back. And she leaves. And then my doctor comes in and says, okay, you tested positive. I said, what the fuck? <laughs> Out loud at my doctor. <laughs> um, I was so incredibly shocked. Uh, it was kind of a blur. She said, like, basically uh, just, you know, I have to isolate uh, for 10 days at uh, at least 10 days. Uh, it's, it's 10 days that you have to isolate and you have to be fever free for at least 24 hours. Uh, so... Thankfully, I haven't had a fever since last week, but, uh, yeah. So, and then, oops, I gave it to my wife. What? Okay. So I have a lot of questions. Yeah. Yeah. So, and so at the doctor's office, she said, yeah, you're positive. And I said, oh shit. She goes, yeah, get the, get out of here. Go. She was like yelling at me to leave. (laughs) So, uh, I just left as quickly as I could. And I was like kind of shaking, leaving there. Like, what the fuck do I do? How did I get this? Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, what are your, you have, you have questions? Do you want me to, what do you, yeah. What do you want to know? About well, okay. Experience with COVID? So what do you mean? She, she really rushed you out of there? Yeah. Like you're, you tested positive. Get the fuck out. Go home. Don't be here anymore. Like my doctor was freaked out. It's like, no, you're positive. Don't go home. Don't be here anymore. So, but I might need a doctor with slightly better bedside manner now that I'm thinking <laughs> about it. So, but like, well, what do I do? You, I, just go home. They didn't give you like any instructions or any like, did you? No, she said, she said, if at all I have any kind of uh, trouble breathing or tightness in my chest to run, do not walk to the ER. Uh, call 911 if I have to get an ambulance, let them know that I have COVID. Um, 
yeah, so I was fucking freaked out. My doctor was freaked out. It was just, yeah, that was about it. Does this doctor like not diagnose people with COVID or something? Yeah, apparently she's done like a lot of people with COVID. Then why was, was she freaked go- out? Is it like she's I think, just like worn out ever? Yeah, I think she was it? just. I think that was probably. I can completely. Well, that's she's like terrifying and sad. Yeah, it's like oh fuck, I have to deal with another landmine of a human being who just waltzed in here with COVID. <laughs> I totally get it. Um. Yeah. So. Um. And uh, so the next day I got a call from the Maryland health department. Uh, they tried to do some contact tracing and you know, that feature on your iPhone, you uh, can set that up. So you get an alert yeah. and you can submit an alert. So it tells anybody who you're in contact with. Uh, it never worked. It just errored out for me. Every time I called <laughs> someone at the Maryland health department and they said, Oh yeah, the system's probably down. It's probably the system. Like how the, Fuck it. Why do you have this in place if I can't use it? But I've never a, gotten a single one of those notifications. No, me neither. But you know what I did get is COVID-19. <laughs> Man, I was sicker than I've been in a long time. So I had a fever for most of last week. How, um, how bad was the fever? Uh, I think overnight at one point it was like 101. So what was it like? It was like, what was it constantly at? Like during, so 101, 102 was the worst. It was like like hovering around. Yeah. But I was just pumping myself full of cold medicine. I mean, and Tylenol, it's about all you can really do. Uh, So that brought my fever down. Luckily by about, yeah, about a week ago, I guess maybe last Thursday or Friday. Thursday, I think was like the first day that my temperature was back down to normal and it's been normal ever since. So that was really great. Um, but the the weird thing was I had one night where I had the chills that I had heard about. Uh, I had just been in bed for something like two or three days at that point, And my legs were starting to hurt. I was just sick of being in bed. So I got up and just tried to stretch out my legs. Uh, did like a forward bend to stretch my legs. And then I stood back up and my whole body just started shivering. And I could not warm up. and um, that was fucking terrifying. Um, and then uh, just really exhausted. I couldn't. Yesterday was my first date. So today's Friday, uh, April 30th. So that was, uh, yeah, I guess 10 days I was out of commission just about. And yesterday was my first day back at work. I felt like I actually had the energy to, um, you know, get through a day of work. I was having trouble just staying awake through a whole day. It was fucking awful i um for a while there, just getting up and like walking to the bathroom and then coming back into i had the whole upstairs quarantined until sophia got her um positive test so i was just getting up and going to the bathroom and coming back was exhausting and that was really fucking weird uh just to have my body fail like that and and just uh, on top of that just cough and congestion like a cold uh, but I luckily never had any trouble breathing and, um, uh, that's, so I'm, I'm very happy about that. One weird fucking side effect is what I call the smell. I didn't lose my sense of smell or taste, but, uh, for the past few days, there has been this 
awful, like a rotting, it, it's like rotting plants and spoiled milk smell. Ew. That, yo, it was foul. I went outside and the entire world smelled like it. I came inside and the the weird thing is like I would go downstairs to the first floor and smell it. I'm like, oh God, it's down here. And then I would go upstairs and then smell it. And it was just kind of floating around and uh, like almost like a phantom smell. But I um, also discovered that ketchup smelled very strongly like that. What? I had a... Uh, yeah, ketchup of all things. I don't know. We uh um it, it just I don't it's going to be a while until I can eat ketchup, I think. That just made me wretch. So it was not just regular Hamden smells. No, these are smells that only I could smell, which is great. <laughs> um turns out that's likely nerve damage in oh, my boy. olfactory center of my brain thanks to COVID. But um yesterday I was getting pretty upset about it. Um, but this morning I woke up and it was gone. Uh, I, I smelled it a really faintly a little bit tonight. Um, but for the most part, it seems to be going away. So that's a huge fucking relief. Uh, my energy is better today than it's been this entire time. It felt great to be back to work. So, you know, that's, that was good. Uh, even just for two days this week. Um, and yeah, my doctor, according to my doctor, I am out of quarantine. I spent 10 days isolated. I haven't had a fever since last week. Um, so I'm able and have scheduled my second dose of the vaccine on Sunday morning at M&T Bank Stadium. Home of the Ravens um, <laughs> and vaccines. I just can't wait to have this whole fucking thing in my rear view. I better have some kind of superhuman immunity at between having actually had the fucking thing and getting my second dose of the vaccine. Um, I have May 16, uh, circled on my calendar. Uh, that's the, you know, my day where I guess it's like, I'm fully super immune. um, and meanwhile, there are just people still roaming around the country, refusing to wear a mask or get the vaccine, just infecting others, probably the way I got infected. So it's infuri infuriating. And uh, and so if you're out there and you can hear my voice, go get fucking vaccinated. And if you're anti-vax or anti-mask, um, you know, throw yourself off a fucking bridge. Or no, just, you know, and second thought, just make sure you stay subscribed before you do that so we can keep our numbers up <laughs> and then then go throw yourself off of a fucking bridge. Yeah, just just get it already. The vaccine or COVID, one or the other. Just fucking no, do don't it. get COVID. Don't get COVID. It sucks. <laughs> I don't want anyone to get that. I want everyone to get the fucking vaccine. Do well, it the right way. You dumb shits. They've had enough warning. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but then there's like people like me who I left my house maybe three times always wore a mask i was doing everything right and yep. i still fucking got it this thing sucks and it it's super contagious i can't go say, get fucking vaccinated i can say in the times that we've hung out you have yeah just as you said always worn a mask there was like one time um we were outside and eating um we didn't wear masks but we were like six feet apart from each other which is like the CDC says, but and you guys tested negative, so I can't, well, like I said, blame I you did. or throw Cat you under the bus. Cat didn't get tested. Oh, I see. Hmm. 
Uh, but okay. No, so but you guys, you guys didn't have symptoms or anything. No, I mean, I've I don't had know. A it, it's, it's like it just came in through the window or something. It was so weird. I've had a headache off and on since the both rounds of the vaccine, but and then also stress, uh, just of work. Yeah, crazy month. But um, sure. so we saw each other a uh, a little over a week before your diagnosis. It sounds like mm-hmm. we saw each other eight days before your the first the first sign of symptoms, and right. I obviously, well, as you said, I tested negative. And well, getting tested was an interesting experience. Um, but I tested negative and that was like at day 12 of like, if I was your first day, when I, by the time I got tested, it was like day, day, like 10, 11 or 12. Yeah. Um, I think I got tested on your day 11 and then I got the results the next day on day 12. So I tested negative, but I mean, I suppose there's a possibility I had it and I was asymptomatic and I gave it to you and I had cleared myself (laughs) of it before the test. But that seems very highly unlikely. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking for reasons to feel guilty about something. No, I'm not. I'm Catholic. Other Uh, things. (laughs) I already (laughs) feel guilty about plenty of things. I'm just running. I'm just running through the the analysis. So I'm just never. I I just. Where did you go need, that week? You um, worked from home. Yeah, I worked from home. I uh, had a sandwich with my friend Matthew on Saturday. And that was it? That was it. Are th- so there has to be some air airway between you and your neighbor's house. Either that or I had, had the windows open and he likes to sit out on his front porch and smoke cigarettes. Maybe he just... It seems so far fetched, though, too, to be like that far away and like, yeah, is he breathed COVID into my house? I don't know. But do you sit <sighs> when he's out on the front porch smoking cigarettes? Do you sit on your couch watching TV? Sometimes I close the window because I want my living room to smell like cigarettes. I mean, I guess that that could be a but possibility. But I mean, it might be a possibility. Could have been a surface. Maybe when I went to get a sandwich. No. I was like the lucky one in 10,000. Yeah, we were texting about that. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> I don't know, maybe it was a surface. And I literally just read that the CDC said surface transmission is literally less than one in 10,000 odds. And it was Amazing. literally right after you said maybe it was a surface know. transmission. But also you had had your first shot too. So you were like yeah. 80%. The first shot is apparently 80% effective. So well, you I was were the lucky 20. You were in the 20%, but also <laughs> like all the precautions you take puts you in like the 95th percentile. So either you either that or someone has it out for me. <laughs> yeah. So, well, now conveniently, Sophia has tested positive. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness her symptoms are far more mild than mine. She has a yeah. lingering cough that just sounds so fucking annoying but and she um, also tested negative a bunch of times after you tested positive she tested negative twice and she still had this cough and she said there's no way i don't have it uh and then she had it and then she got that third test on i think that was uh uh over was over the weekend i can't remember it was all such a blur but earlier um, this week you told me that she had it i think it was monday that you told me 
So oh, yeah. it's Friday. I've lost all track of time. I got to get back into it. But did she have her I cough could go during her crazy. second test? Yeah. See, I just don't know that the when I when I took the test, I self administered the swab. Okay. Yeah, she did for the second one too, and she didn't know if she did it right. The I first was, one. Uh, I was pretty sure I didn't do it right because they like have a little indentation on the stick, and they're like, "That's how far deep we we want you to go." Well, I couldn't fucking push it past my sinuses because I just couldn't. I couldn't <laughs> yeah. bear oh, like God. I couldn't bear it. I tried. I got it up there yeah. a tiny bit in one nostril and barely in any at all in the other nostril, and I was just like, "This can't be right." And she's like, "It's fine." I was like, "This doesn't seem real, Cracker Jack." <laughs> but I also wasn't really worried because, or it did seem Cracker Jack. I just wasn't worried because you said your symptoms were bad for one, but secondly. I would have been at the tail end of it anyways. And I was asymptomatic the entire time if I had it. Yeah. But I so, mean, I think I, I take a little more risks than you do in terms of like not wearing masks outdoors. And I, I, it, I probably, which is apparently like I, fine now. Yeah. And I think I go to like, uh, it sounds like I might go to grocery stores or like, Go pick up carry out more frequently you than you do. Thrill seeker. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I uh I hugged a friend last night. That what was that like? It was very, very weird. Oh wow. He's fully vaccinated. I'm and I'm like a week away from being fully charged. Um <laughs> fully charged. That's perfect. <laughs> that's that's how that's exactly how we have to say it. <laughs> So I've, I felt it. And plus he's like, uh, he's very quarantined for the most part. Nice. Except, uh, a bubble. Uh, he's in a bubble with another couple. Good for them. Making it work. <laughs> yeah. I could drive myself crazy and I was driving myself crazy, just retracing my steps, trying to figure out how I got it. But I mean, what is the point? Everybody that I was in contact with, I reached out to and made sure they got tested. Um, also, it's a weird thing. Uh, I was talking about it at work, how I'm the only person I know uh, really well who had COVID. And uh, somebody at work said um, that you know of. Yeah, and for sure. Said, There's You probably know people who have gotten it and just haven't said it you know, COVID kept it to shame. themselves. That is so strange to me. I was telling everybody, I just wanted all that, that sweet, sweet sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, because I know that people are, like, will get it and be very, very quiet about it. And it's, I don't, I don't understand that. I guess maybe that part, I don't have that part of my brain <laughs> where I just like, Oh, I should just keep my health issue to myself. I was on Twitter about it. Jesus. So I just have to let the how I got it go. I have to just forget about it. And instead, I'm just trying to look forward to things like we can record in person again after May 16th is my fully charged date. Um, I'm not coming over to your COVID house. (laughs) I'll come over and uh, I'm going to be super immune after having gotten my antibodies the hard way and the easy way. Oh, yeah. Did you have crazy dreams? I had crazy dreams every single night. Oh. It was insane. I had, uh, I had, and they were like brutal. Like some of the dreams were just violent. 
in one dream there were, I watched two people have a fight and one person chopped the other person's arm off at the forearm and there was blood everywhere and people screaming was it and I just wouldn't wake up from it it was horrible so was it, it was any, anything like Monty Python no it was not it was nothing <laughs> like it was also I was also trapped on the in the DC metro while this was happening so it was also claustrophobic so there was that I had uh, a. I, had I woke really, up covered in sweat. Oh, it's nice. I had really vivid dreams uh, two nights in a row after I got the vaccine, and um, one of them was it was a Monday Night Raw, and it was a Fatal <laughs> Four Way. Always staying on brand. I love that. <laughs> a Fatal Four Way uh, with, and it was not hyped at all. It just was not hyped, and it wasn't even the main event of the episode of Raw. Uh-huh. And it was um, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, John Cena, and CM Punk. <laughs> and CM Punk Book was <laughs> CM Punk was the first eliminated after like ten seconds of the match. And <laughs> <laughs> seems about right. Give give him the old Batista treatment. <laughs> and uh, and Roman Reigns won the match. Uh, he pinned uh, John Cena. And um, the strangest thing that it was really vivid, like it was very vivid. Like I watched the whole match, but the strangest thing was Tia and Tamara from Sister Sister were sitting in the front row. What? It was, <laughs> so that was it. Was just really, really weird that celebrity guests in your dream. That's awesome. But I never watched Sister Sister. Like I just I don't know why Tia and Tamara were the celebrity guests that were sitting That's hard amazing. camera side. It was like literally I watched like a 15 minute match. <laughs> how, many at the end, how, many, how many claps would you give it? Well, at the end, I remember seeing Punk like kind of smiling and like seemed really, really happy. And I was like, oh, man, he's like he's really happy about his decision, even though he was first eliminated. It was uh, it was really, really <laughs> weird. And then that's when the camera really uh, zoomed in on Tia and Tamara for their reaction. <laughs> So I'm glad I had that dream and I wasn't watching somebody get their arm chopped off. Yeah, that, yeah, that was, that was, and that was a long dream. So man, the, soon we're going to be able to see music again. Yeah. Live, live music. Dave Matthews band is, they, they announced their summer tour and I'm like, Whew, that's a little ambitious. I had wow. tickets to see Pearl Jam in Prague in July but that's postponed until next summer. It seems like uh, most places, the Auto Bar, the Anthem, Nine Thirty Club, are all starting to um, sell tickets to shows in the fall. That seems it, realistic, but the summer, yeah, like, even even amphitheater shows <clears throat> in the summer, seems risky. Yeah, well, I mean, not for fully vaccinated people. I don't know, man. Like, it's still it's ninety eight percent effective. But mm. if like not every if if you encounter a hundred people that fucking have it, then you know, oh yeah, two of them have an opportunity to infect you with it. And well, I'm so, gonna go see I'm gonna go see not a surf at the auto bar in November. So everybody else needs to get their shit together. Whew. It'll be a long time before I go see a fucking show at the auto bar. <laughs> Their ventilation must fan. be the worst. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> it just keeps blasting the COVID back down yeah. to your mouth. <laughs> but it's nice and chilled. 
<laughs> it's the perfect ambient temperature for it. It well, just I keeps the it alive. <laughs> <laughs> I bought so. the tickets. We'll see how I feel then. I feel November feels November feels like a million years away. I have fucking tickets to see three different Pearl Jam shows. And they haven't scheduled goddamn one of them. And they oh, and they didn't refund. Oh well, I mean, I'm not worried about that. I uh, I, I was I, I was going to go see Tenacious D, and they refunded that. They gave you when they postponed the tour. They did give the option, and I think mm. you can also refund it up until like a certain date after they reschedule it. I I got my tickets through the Ten Club. And then well, the, of course. the tickets to the Baltimore Because you're a show. real fan. <laughs> well, the tickets to the Baltimore show I got through my uh my connection. Oof. So um and I paid for those too. So I mean they fucking I'll get a refund on that though too. I know who they to better. Call. Yeah. So um So I haven't been watching any wrestling. I watched WrestleMania. And God, um, WrestleMania feels like a billion years ago. Yeah. And I, it was, it was, it was good. There was more, there were more highlights than lowlights. There certainly were lowlights, but there were some really good matches. And then, I mean, I don't really want to talk about any of them though. I suppose if, if you were to go, if you were, cause I think I gave you, did I give you my Peacock sign in or do you have access to Peacock? You sent me the login for Peacock. I think I watched a match. I don't remember which match it was. Maybe Mania gave you COVID. I think maybe just watching Mania. (laughs) Watching all. It was, I remember I was just uncomfortable seeing so many people there. That can't be safe. And then here I am being safe, getting COVID. Yeah, that was literally when you got it. Yeah. <laughs> All those when do you think breathers. you'll when do you think you'll be comfortable seeing live wrestling again uh never i think i'm done <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna go see aew when they come back to the uh, baltimore arena i'm not done because of covid though <laughs> oh <laughs> no i um i think um when it's only Fox News that's talking about COVID is when I'll go see wrestling at the Baltimore Arena. <laughs> I don't <laughs> because, know what that means. What do you... <laughs> because if COVID, it becomes like the flu where uh-huh. there are still people that are, you know, severely impacted by it and there are still people that pass away from it. But at such a rate that it's like... um uh, uh, of of a standard that's not like overwhelming the healthcare system, so it's not. And mm. also, if the transmissibility um, is greatly reduced because of herd immunity, so when those two things, when herd immunity happens, or when we, as we approach it, there still will be people that pass away from it, and there still will be people that are seriously affected by it. But it will be at a rate that's commensurate with like the the flu, and uh, or you know, hopefully. I mean, the Jesus, the flu we just used don't know, be. but hopefully. Yeah. So at that point, it's not going to be really uh, a subject that would need to be covered so consistently mm-hmm. and regularly. But because Joe Biden will be the president, oh, Fox News will make sure that that is all they talk about. At a time in which nobody else is talking about it, Fox News will talk about it. And they'll talk about it during their like one news hour of their 24-hour uh, programming cycle. 
and mm-hmm. they'll cover it consistently. They'll probably do personal stories of people who lost loved ones because of COVID at a time when herd immunity has been achieved and it's and it's a very few people that are passing away from COVID. They'll probably do profiles of like underdeveloped nations where vaccine deployment and delivery is difficult, where they're probably still going to be like being decimated by, by COVID and like really struggling with it. Mm -hmm. Fox news will be very focused on that as well. And, uh, that's during the news hour matters the least. (laughs) Well, I mean, of course, if if that is occurring, then then it certainly matters, but still going on. I think everybody should be covering it. But Fox News like would will only care about it for the purpose to give a talking point to people like mm-hmm. Tucker Tarlson and Sean Hannity, where they can just hammer home how under Trump, all we heard about was that COVID was the greatest threat to humanity ever in modern history. And now when it's still killing people, the Democrats don't even want to talk about it anymore. All they do no, is lie to you. All they all they want is power. All they want is to control you. They subjected you to mask mandates when it now they don't even care. People are still dying and they don't even care. And you're going to tell me that all those restrictions that that we don't have in place now and the mortality rate is still is still pretty comparable. And you're going to tell me that they weren't doing that just to cause fear in you and just for a power grab. Twenty three hours a day of that shit, followed by the the one news hour the next day where they're like. Uh, you know, Sally Joe's husband died of COVID and now she's a widow, um, with five children, one of which has permanent disabilities, but you know, they won't care that there's a lot that Betty Joe or Sally Joe or whatever <laughs> I said, and her five kids <laughs> could receive from the government in such a situation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, uh, getting my vaccine. I'm I'm a big fan of the socialism that we're we're all enjoying. I almost enjoy some socialism, everyone. Free vaccines? What a fucking country. I almost had a panic attack during the 15-minute wait after my second shot, though. And I think it's because I had hyped myself up pretty big time about the side effects. And I was just convinced um, I was gonna have a fever and you know, bad it was gonna really suck for 24 hours. I and they didn't. were going to hit you in those 15 minutes. <laughs> well, in that 15 minutes, I was just like, this, all this is just so weird. It's just too much. Yeah, I, it is, not, it's, it's surreal. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely glad I did it. And, you know, it's not yeah. exactly like a, a heavy burden what I went through at all. I mean, it was, you know, it's just my neurosis mm-hmm. really, really got in the way during that, during like, about 15 seconds of that 15 minutes, I was just like, oh shit, I'm going into anaphylactic shock. But I didn't even know that that was like the side effect that you're concerned of during that 15 minute period until like I started feeling weird. And then I Googled what. Oh the- no. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it uh-huh. was, uh, it was a moment of, of, um, Weakness in the sense where I allowed my mind to respond to a feeling of just, uh, you know, I guess fear. Well, sure. I mean, the whole situation's bizarre and it's hard to wrap your head around it. I remember getting my first dose and, and the same thing. I'm sitting in club level of Raven Stadium 
getting a vaccine, all of the bars, I think we talked about this. Yeah. I can't remember. Uh, were, had been converted to uh, vaccine prep stations. The whole thing just was like an out-of-body experience to start with. Nothing about it felt right. Yeah. It was, uh, everything was really, really strange about it. So mania, if you do go back. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of strange. Yeah. Speaking of strange. If you do go back and and watch any of it, the matches I would, I do recommend watching are, um, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, uh, which was the main event. I heard that was great. It was, it was the main event in night one. I Um, believe it. They're both amazing. I really thought Rhea Ripley and Asuka put on a great match. Um, Sami Zayn and KO put on a fucking brutal, great, just heavy hitting spot of a match. They what what night? Night two. It was, it was just in the middle of the card on night two, and it was a oh, Logan Paul was there. He was ringside. Oh, gross! Yeah, it, that that part made no sense, and it I the whole program obviously was very thrown together. But that match was fucking great. And the main event on night two was really great, too, with Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, and, and Edge. It was actually... Hmm. I I So, real quick, I don't want to take up too much time with WWE, but... No, neighbors, it's fine. I, half of this show is about supposed to be about pro wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> we might just have to throw out our plan of what we talked about tonight and just, and just go with it. Just see where the night no, takes us. No, it's fine. I do yeah. want to talk about the Lauren Boebert meat stuff, though. We'll get to it. Don't so, worry. I won't uh, let us end without talking about that, because I <laughs> missed it because I was in, had a fever when all that shit was going on, and I need you to explain it to me. Well, no, but buck, we'll get to it. We'll, buckle save it, up. Save it. It's fucking stupid. Oh, no. um, so. <laughs> of course it is. I don't want to talk about it too much, because I don't want her living rent-free in my head either. Did you see no, that Young Bucks changed uh, their location on Twitter to... Uh, yeah, uh, your head rent free. Yeah, that sounds like something they would do. They are great heels, by the way. Are they? I haven't been watching it, any AEW. I I just haven't really. Been so good. It was the bright spot of my week. I'm gonna p- try able to, to pack watch a some. Bowl. I uh, <laughs> I just uh, I think I burned out after watching because I watched night one of NXT and then I watched both nights of Mania and then sure. I watched Raw afterwards. And I gave up after that. And I was just like, well, yeah, that's, that's a lot for, uh, anyone's brain to handle. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't really drink that much anymore. And then when I do like get drunk, when I have like, you know, like five or six or maybe even, you know, eight or nine drinks throughout, Ooh. like if I do some day drinking and then keep going into the night. Oh, sure. Like a marathon. Not <laughs> yeah. like, you got it. Got it. Yeah. I will, uh, I will like basically, I don't officially swear off drinking but i'll go like over a week without having a a sip of alcohol after something like that Mm -hmm. um which might still make me an alcoholic i guess but (laughs) (laughs) it's between you and your doctor (laughs) yeah and and the three (laughs) listeners that we have (laughs) but um but i uh so with wrestling i think is is might be the same way and i basically just binged uh oh binge drank binge drink uh during mania week or however it said i'm talking binge into the bowl suckle and from- not the microphone <laughs> <laughs> so but um anyways back to that was fun to watch you realize that <laughs> <laughs> 
So back to Mania real quick. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed the main event, and I thought Roman Reigns was fucking just badass. He was great. And not that Jey Uso got involved, You were too. drunk. <laughs> I mean, uh, when Roman Reigns came out, they they played his music, and it just played for a good, solid, like, two minutes before nice. he slowly came out. And then, like, he took his sweet fucking time walking down the ramp. And <laughs> he just had this fucking really just killer energy. Like, just like, I'm the big swinging dick of this fucking, of this company and definitely of this match. And it was Daniel Bryan and Edge, the other two competitors in the match. After the match, or during the, an interview, Daniel Bryan said he felt out of his body. He said it was the first time in a wrestling ring where he literally did not feel connected to it at all. And he felt like he didn't belong in the match and that he didn't need to be in the match. He said he was still glad and very happy to be part of it. But he said it was like, you know, it's making him like wonder what he wants out of wrestling moving forward. But, um, but anyways, was, was, was that a shoot interview or yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, also wow. his, his contract is, is coming up soon. Hmm. And, uh, um, he might be ready to just retire and be a dad. Yeah, he said it seems like he, if anything, he's going to do part time and he seems to want to do cross promotion stuff. Oh, so he's going to step through the forbidden door. I wonder if they would let him like go to AEW and like do some matches in AEW. Why can't WWE and AEW do that? Like, you know, AEW's open to it. WWE wouldn't. No, of course not. Did you hear? Not as long as Vince is alive. Have you heard uh, what Kenny Omega has been up to? Yeah. Uh, well, hold on. Let me let me get let me tell you, let me finish my WrestleMania and then we'll talk about. Oh right, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Blood and Guts Revolution? Oh, that's that's coming up. What? I'll, I'll let me handle <laughs> when we when we talk about AE Dub. Let me do the driving here, Mark. You're all. <laughs> so you're, you you tell me about WWE because I I've checked out. <laughs> So I really thought Raymond Reigns was was great. I mean, Paul Heyman was just great, as he always is, ringside, oh, just yeah. like selling the shit out of everything. And just like, if you have Paul Heyman in your corner, you're you're badass. Even oh, like yeah. if it weren't for Paul Heyman, I would that I, I would find nothing redeeming about Brock Lesnar. There are times I really like Brock Lesnar, and there are times when the only thing I like about him is Paul Heyman. So he can, oh, yeah. he helps. Well, he, that's why he does all the talking. He, at a minimum, only helps you. And like, he can, yeah. he can just carry you. But if you like feed off of him, you go to just different places. And so I was watching this match and I was thinking, oh shit, he's doing it with Roman Reigns now. Like he's taking Roman Reigns to this next level. So our neighbors, Andrew and John have started watching wrestling and, um, John nice. watched it growing up. His dad was a radio DJ in their their town where they grew up. And when they when the wrestlers when WWE would come through that region, they would all come on the show. So oh, like cool. John got to meet like all these wrestlers when when he was a little kid and his dad would interview him. And um but then he went a long time without watching, but <clears throat> I would talk about it and then so he started he started watching like YouTube clips and then that led to him watching every WrestleMania starting at one. Holy shit. Yeah. And this was, I think that's an investment. I think it was the start of the pandemic. And then oh. he got to the, the current year 
And then he watched like all the pay-per-views of like the most recent year and then started watching regularly. And so he watches like he watches SmackDown and Raw and he got his partner into it too. So he's fully indoctrinated. <laughs> yeah. So we he's the, ra- he he was radicalized on the internet by YouTube. <laughs> all right. So he yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> So um, we were talking about Mania the other night, the three of us, and uh, I was talking about the main event, and I was just like, I thought Roman Reigns was fucking awesome, and I was basically saying all the stuff about Roman that I said now, and they're like, man, Roman Reigns is so boring, like every week he comes out and it's just like, y'all don't respect me, <laughs> you need to respect me, and they're like, yeah, no shit, we don't respect you, because you're boring, and I was like, oh, <laughs> So he hasn't changed. <laughs> no. <laughs> I guess it's like Roman Reigns is maybe WWE is sort of like um uh, like what's a what's a beer that you have just a couple times a year and when you have it or a- any type of drink. Any any type mm-hmm. of alcoholic drink you have a couple times a year and you're like, "Oh, I'm going I'm going to drink a lot of these tonight." And then you do, and then the next day you're like, I'm not going to do that for a while. But then when you do it, it's like, okay, you know, this is cool. But you can't do that every fucking night because then you just like, it's it's like a whole, it's a whole thing. It's like a whole lifestyle. It just kind of, it makes you feel like shit the next day. You question your decisions. <laughs> you question why you're invested and in putting all this time mm-hmm. into this thing and like other stuff that you could be doing with your time and how it's just, it's just causing you so much distress and it's not yeah. even really that fun. And then, you know, you have that, that, fir- that first sip, you know, that night. And then it's like, uh, okay, well I, I'll, ha- I'll just have one. And then next thing you know, it's like, the logo is coming on the TV and it's 1107 and the Ms. and Mrs. is starting next. And you're like, well, I guess I'll just, I'll just, you know, go to QAnon Karen's on my phone for a little bit with Ms. and the Mrs. on in the background. You do that every night and you're just going to feel like every night. (laughs) And I, I don't do that, you know? So I, I had my mania, you know, it was like, I had like my five, my five margaritas and it this was is enough. Very revealing. <laughs> it was enough. It will hold me over until like June, uh, just in time for Money in the Bank. Then I'll have five more margaritas. Oh my god! And then- <laughs> you gotta. It's like eating nothing but fast food. It's like yeah, it tastes great, but your body is going to suffer. <laughs> Why not eat something uh, delicious and wholesome that will nourish your body, like AEW? <laughs> It's so cool. I haven't seen those guys uh, since before the pandemic. So uh, I assume they're listening to the to the show now. <laughs> the, yeah, uh, we can't fill, even get our friends to listen. <laughs> fill me in on what's happening with AEW, and I definitely want to hear about Impact. And I'm going to pack a bowl while you while you talk. Yeah. Okay. That's that's a good trade. <laughs> uh, I'll give you the broad strokes. I'm not going to do a whole recap, but um. So, yeah, AEW and Impact have been doing a lot of crossovers. Don Callis is on AEW. Um, I want to talk about Don Callis, but I want to to hear what's happening. Okay. 
But I want to come back to Dom Callis. He has been great on AEW. He is just uh, so he is he's managing the faction of the Young Bucks, the Good Brothers, and Kenny Omega, and they are peak heels. They're doing such great work. Um, and yeah, so Impact had a big pay per view, and Kenny Omega brought the AEW championship over for a title for title match against Rich Swan, Baltimore's native, uh, 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 Rich Swan for the impact title. And of course, Kenny Omega beat him. And now he just, he's carrying around. I think he has a new Japan title, the AEW title (laughs) and the impact title. And he's just the smarmy asshole with these three belts. And it is so fucking fun to watch. Uh, the young bucks are great as heels. They're just, they're just, you just want to hit them so hard. They're just awful. Um, I was kind of in and out watching it because I was too sick to lift my head for most of last week, but this week I got caught up, uh, dynamite, man, dynamite is just so much fun to watch. Two hours is perfect. If you start it a half hour in, you can pretty much fast forward through all the commercials and uh just knock it out um but like the combination of um there's there's such humor and goofiness in the heels but they're still really threatening the way that they beat the crap out of people um kind of reminds me of some of the republicans at biden's address just a bunch of real goofballs (laughs) who are definitely still a threat to this country and they're just fulfilling that heel role so well um but man just every episode of dynamite has great matches um inner circle and uh, so it's all leading up to next week is blood and guts on may 5th it's the inner circle versus the pinnacle. And, uh, they have been cutting the greatest promos Jericho, uh, versus MJF. Their two factions are going to be facing, uh, each other at this match. Um, I can't wait. I think it's going to be amazing. Um, I mean, there were so many great matches. Uh, Penta El Zero Miedo versus Orange Cassidy was so fucking fun. It was just like a fun, great match. I could not look away from it. I couldn't even like fuck around on my phone. It was so fun. Um, Sorry, I could hear Woody snoring over my earphones. I had to get some of that audio. (laughs) Nice. I really like Penta a lot. (laughs) Oh, he's amazing. Um, It's just so much fun and it's the perfect amount. If you just watched rest, just watched Dynamite every week, uh, it's like having a really nourishing meal instead of just gorging yourselves on Big Macs, <laughs> the Big Macs of WWE. Um, I haven't watched uh, any AEW the past two weeks because just start ne- next week. Watch uh, Blood and Guts May fifth. All right, I will. I've just in uh, the win- past two Wednesdays. I've been working a a lot. I just settled the biggest case i've ever uh worked on yeah this past week what a a braggart (laughs) it was a fucking big one too it was crazy congratulations man that's awesome so anyway so back to um uh Uh, i beat covid (laughs) (laughs) the inner circle and the the inner circle and pinnacle yeah just fucking watch it dude come on (laughs) get your shit pay-per-view or is it uh no it's on dynamite what 
They're doing a yes. pay-per-view on Dynamite? Yes. But it's not a pay-per-view. Every now and, I get it. Every now and then they put together a pay-per-view. It's like a you know like when uh, they do like a pay-per-view level event and they just put it on Dynamite and it's going to be fucking great. Damn. Just set I, your fucking DVR and watch it. Oh, I'll just they watch don't, it live. Okay. Calm down. Is it this Wednesday? Yeah, May 5th. How many times do I have to fucking say it? <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> um, no, it's... it's. Um, well, I'll watch man, it and we'll it, record Thursday and we'll do a perfect. recap of it. Can't wait. I know. That sounds great. I'm really excited. And I, and I know I don't that, know why that sounded sarcastic. I really can't wait. It's going to be fun. <laughs> I, I know about all these uh, dynamic changes in characters. And um, I yeah. just, like I said, I just haven't had... I've just been so busy. I haven't watched it. But I've been meaning to because it sounds it sounds fucking great. Mm-hmm. I uh, there's still just something about a Dub's presentation that still just feels like uh, something's missing. Yeah, and, audiences, <laughs> audiences, and uh, I don't know. I, like I saw some clips from the Impact, um. The Impact pay-per-view on Twitter, oh, and I thought, I, shit, their production's better than AEW's. Like, what the fuck? AEW's been, has gotten a lot better. Um, strangely, when I was watching WrestleMania, I could not stand the camera work. I always kind of complained about all the zooms on all of the the punches and everything, but I was getting nauseous watching it. Oh, yeah, their camera work is the fucking, sh- it's, it's, it's a, it makes it unwatchable it's for dog me. shit. Yeah, it is really bad. The quick zooms are terrible. I'm so glad AEW does not do that. Oh, I don't yeah. know why they would, because like uh, only a psycho would think that that does anything <laughs> but fucking make the audience sick. But it's um, so, their no, I mean like just like their their effects and their sound, mm-hmm. definitely their sound and um, their pyro. Their pyro at Mania was fucking insane. The pyro for Roman Reigns when he got into the ring before the match. This was before the match. The whole fucking stadium (laughs) lit up in this giant fucking pyro display. Oh, yeah. They always do that. They're always good at that. It was fucking crazy, man. It was like seriously. Well, it's it's also a a side effect of, you know, not seeing pyro in front of a, you know, in over a year, but also there being a fucking crowd because there was 25,000 people there and um you know it just was fucking like it was like oh shit fucking the light at the end of the tunnel we're still a long ways away but like it was yeah. it was just i don't know it was just and that 25, was 25,000 floridians <laughs> that was before each the fucking faces. match started all right cool mark just uh disconnected all right Let's so i'm back. still recording ringing I, I wonder what's going on in his end right now there he is i'm still recording you, you'd better be <laughs> the last thing i said was um and that was that, that was where the fireworks that went off before the match that's amazing so we, we could either edit that out or we could just pick up from there i'm not uh, editing anything <laughs> <laughs> My dog is barking. He's probably going to start getting some shit. He it's ate fine. a whole... Con- oh, yeah, it is fine, isn't it? <laughs> he ate a whole container of fucking Dasequin supplements this morning. Of what? Yeah. It's what just, are those? It's like joint supplements. 
And oh, so God. now he has an so upset stomach. But I bet he's feeling very limber. <laughs> well, now I can hear him flipping oh. out the trash can. Uh, let's buddy. let's pause it and then uh, come back and uh, do some bad booking. And then we'll wrap this right. episode up. Okay. All right. And we're back. Uh, one one quick thing I wanted to say. Uh, I watched NFL, uh, the, the first night one, the round one of the NFL draft. And it was really fun to see Tony Khan working in his day job. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be a great addition to Jacksonville. Maybe they'll even win two games next season. <laughs> Wait, what does Tony Khan do with the Jaguars? He, I think, is like head of their statistics or something. Oh, okay. So he has like a job. Yeah, he has like an actual job job. But he's not like their GM or anything. No, but, you know. What does he he do with AEW? He's AEW's general manager, right? uh, CEO? I can't. Look it up, Mark. What what is this? A wrestling (laughs) podcast? All right, Mark, I have a question for you. Wait, what was the thing Uh, about the draft? Oh, Tony Khan. Yeah, it's cool to see Tony (laughs) Khan. Because they did a shot of the uh, the draft room and Tony Khan was was hanging out there, sitting at his table, closing the deal with Trevor Lawrence. Urban Meyer is uh, the Jaguars head coach. He won a, uh, he was a... Oh, right. Head coach of the Ohio State Buckeyes for six years, won one national championship. Really should have been two. They really got hosed out of a playoff opportunity one year. Just a fluke season by Michigan State. Just the whole system is so stupid. But anyways, um, well, he led the Jaguars all the way to a first round draft pick. No, this is this will be his first season as the the head coach. He's just. Oh, just hired. Oh. Yeah. And so Trevor Lawrence is his first pick. And um, Urban is a great coach, but I really thought Ohio State should have fired him when the whole thing came to light that he knew his assistant coach had abused his spouse. And oh, shit, really? he didn't uh, fire that assistant coach. Well, there's always a job for you somewhere in Florida. <laughs> All right, let's let's change gears here and wrap this up. Mark, I have a question for you. All right. Uh, I, I don't know if you know that I had COVID most of last week. Uh, <laughs> might have mentioned it. So I wasn't really paying attention to the news and what was going on. But one thing that did jump out at me is that apparently there was some. And again, I don't really want her living in my head rent free like they're young bucks. Uh, but uh, Lauren Boebert apparently had a mini freak out about uh, insisting that Joe Biden, part of his climate plan. Well, let me read you her tweet. OK, it just says Joe Biden's climate plan includes cutting 90 percent of red meat from our diets by 2030. They want to limit us to about four pounds a year. Why doesn't Joe stay out of my kitchen? Where did this come from? Why did an elected official say this publicly? Because that's uh, clearly fucking stupid and based on nothing. So if you had watched Fox News. Oh, okay. Well, no. In the early part of last week. I will watch literally any other news source. Read <laughs> literally any news, other news source. For like two or three. Thousands of other news sources. 
for like two, three, or four days in a row. Fox okay, so News. So that's the only thing that I watched. Yeah, Fox News was running stories about how Joe Biden is going to limit people's red meat consumption to four pounds a year per person. So they just pulled this out of their ass? Well. <laughs> I love, I love, I love the condescending tone in your voice. I'm ready to buckle up and get the explanation here. I don't know. Well, I, I might disappoint you on that end, but I'm just, oh. just going to walk you through what was happening. Okay. So yeah. while Fox News was doing that, mm -hmm. conservatives were on Twitter taking pictures of themselves eating these giant fucking heart stopping steaks like this. Nothing's better than watching people eat. This one idiot, Ugh. Matt couch, Disgusting. who is a very large portly gentleman. Okay. Uh, no, fuck him. Fuck him. He's a fat fucking piece of shit. I don't know who he is. He's a fucking just, uh, just conspiracy theorist. Twitter propaganda machine, just fucking Trump supporter, insurrectionist piece of fucking shit. Got it. Total dangerous ignoramus. Yes. Got it. He took a picture of this giant fucking steak that looked mm -hmm. like it must have been at least 40 ounces. And it uh, had American size. <laughs> it had a piece of. Some it had like three pieces of asparagus wrapped in bacon on top of it. Oh, see, there's a vegetable, <laughs> and then a Caesar salad in the background for color, and a uh, uh, what looked like a really ice cold beer. Uh, it was a Michelob Ultra. Oh, so he really like a fine beer. <laughs> And and this was this became a fucking thing. And then if you looked in that fucking asshole's uh, comments, it was either way to own the libs by causing yourself to have a heart attack by eating a disgusting steak, or people that <laughs> were mocking him for the Michelob Ultra, or that were mocking the sear on the steak and like basically calling him like a shit cook, and contrasted by the other half circus. that Jesus were Christ. people posting their pictures of their giant ass fucking steaks that they had fucking cooked. Okay. Now, I love, I like a good steak, <laughs> but I don't think I like these people. So this was all happening around for like the same 72 hour window and Facebook. That of course, sounds so fucking stupid. It's like giving me an, a secondhand aneurysm just <laughs> hearing about it. So Facebook of course was promoting all this shit too as Facebook does through its right, followers yeah. that, you know, interact with it. Great. And then, um, and then the Biden administration or I'm sorry, I forgot a step. It's so stupid, but, um, essentially at one point, just one anchor on Fox news or Fox news business in like the 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. window. One of the smaller tents of the circus. <laughs> issued a retraction saying that the story that the Biden administration was going to limit people's red meat consumption to four pounds a year was not true. And it was false. Where did it fucking come from? 
Well, just out of someone's asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I literally, I literally have no idea other than um, cattle farming produces a massive amount of carbon emissions, and so if we yeah. really wanted to have structural change to reduce greenhouse gases then um reducing our demand and consumption of red meat would be a really effective way to accomplish that now as i say that i must give cat credit uh or else she'll get angry at me because she's been saying this for a long time um and yeah. uh, she's been saying it a lot longer than um people who are um promoting it now have been saying it such as you know joe biden um so so yeah the whole concept that joe biden would have gone out there and said or uh authorized his administration to say that not only are we going to cut down uh, like severely cut back the cattle industry but we're going to limit your consumption of red meat like Joe Biden of all fucking people. Joe Biden yeah, would say that. Exactly. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like AOC wouldn't even fucking say something like that. Right. Yeah. You'd have to literally be a goddamn crazy person to say it. And, right. and, um, and it turned out the only people that were saying it were the fucking crazy people. Yeah. Like Lauren Boebert. I had a hunch. And Cucker Tarlson and Sean Hannity. They literally just made this shit up. And they were just repeating it nonstop on Fox News. And then Facebook was repeating it nonstop and spreading it. And t- people on Twitter were saying the dumbest fucking shit about it. And then Fox News issues this like very quiet hush hush retraction. And they still kept fucking talking about it Jesus on their opinion shows and shit. Oh my God. And eventually I, am, I, I never thought I'd say this, but I am so glad I had COVID and missed this. <laughs> and then eventually people stopped talking about it. But you know, now now that seed of of stu- stupidity right. and absurdity of what the government was proposing to do has been planted. And now people think that when their red meat is not being their red meat consumption is not being restricted in any manner at all. That they're Republicans. The Republicans are the only reason why. Oh, fuck off. You're right. <laughs> Lauren Boebert saved us from the food rationing that the libs wanted to impose upon us. Yeah. Oh, it's, that makes me want to throw up. It's WWE level booking. Yeah. And, you know, the Christ. their audience is drinking the Brondo Thirst Mutilator and... <laughs> Baiting, <laughs> baiting, and watching, watching out my balls. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the that's the GOP fucking base. How's the wind right. out there right now? Right, it's. It, I think it's kind of died down here. Thank Christ. It's uh, it's always really, um, mentally draining for me when there's like bad wind because it. I don't know. Uh, having the front third of our roof be peeled back in a bad windstorm. Oh, right. Yeah. Kind of, uh, I don't want to say traumatic because that's just being a little <laughs> pussy. But, <laughs> oh my God. Fox got to you. <laughs> it was just a lot to deal with, man. It was, it was Your stressful. fucking roof got ripped <laughs> off by the wind. And you're like, well, I don't want to be a pussy. <laughs> that's fucking horrific. <laughs> 
It's like, I had COVID. Well, I don't want to be a little pussy about it, but, you know, I had a deadly disease. Well, I mean. killed people. We were fine. Nobody got hurt. And we have insurance. Like, we have homeowners. Sure. But, I mean, that doesn't make it less of a scary fucking thing to live through. And it, it also occurred on, like, the greatest heat wave since. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The, you know, next greatest heat wave that happened the next year. Let the humidity in. And then, you know, this this year we'll have the new greatest heat wave. I don't know why you're complaining about being so hot when it's a hoax outside. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. I'm getting depressed now. <laughs> I liked it so much better and I just had unplugged. Just watched wrestling. Well, I've been thinking about that a lot lately, too. And I feel like I've I've probably said this on the show a number of times throughout our 84. 84- 485 total episodes. I think yeah, this is 80, episode four, four as 84 politics yeah. and pro wrestling. Um, oh, who, 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 but who's counting? <laughs> but in any event, I feel like um, I need to stop immersing myself in the, in the news. Now I will say I actually have stopped reading the news and I stopped reading the news shortly after, after I finished the book, dark money. And that was literally a few days before the insurrection happened. And I was just like, all right, I don't need to immerse myself in this shit anymore because it's just too much. It's too sad. And it's like, I don't want to think about what could keep happening or what worse things might happen that seem pretty fucking realistic and possible because I didn't think January 6th was realistic or possible but sure as fuck was so i stopped i was just like okay no more and then also the atlantic uh and another thing cat's been saying for a while the atlantic at least the um uh the the internet the internet website um (laughs) the it's like BuzzFeed, it's like thought pieces for like BuzzFeed. It's like a dressed up version of BuzzFeed thought pieces. uh, BuzzFeed for uh, people that drink wine out of a bottle. (laughs) Yes. And not out of a box. (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) But they still watch Bravo. And so... (laughs) Yes! Men and women. (laughs) Right. And WWE. (laughs) Well, the men watch WWE. The women watch AEW. The women are uh, the women Atlantic readers are more sophisticated than the male Atlantic readers. I think you could say that about women in general <laughs> versus men in general. Some, but um, the uh, so yeah, I don't know. So the Atlantic's been terrible, but I still appreciate Maybe not the magazine. <laughs> well, and I I didn't renew my subscription, and I didn't renew it literally mm-hmm. right. The month before the the election, actually, so I did. I never got a post election Atlantic, mm-hmm. and then I didn't get a post insurrection Atlantic. And honestly, I'm pretty glad. I yeah. I don't you know enough. I, I don't. You got to need... take your head out of the toxic river, yeah. just to get some fresh air. I'll I'll read a thought piece about January's a deep dive thought piece <laughs> about January six after. All the indictments have been fucking brought brought down, and all the oh, okay. Settled. So never. <laughs> <laughs> you have plenty of time to watch wrestling. 
I just need, I just need apps. I just need enough to get my dad to say, okay, fine. You were right. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then I can go back to just regularly, casually reading the news. <laughs> well, he listens to the podcast, right? No, <laughs> I think I have him close on, on taxes. I think I have him understanding more that the federal income tax is just literally one of thousands of taxes. And it's the one that the richest pay the fucking least in comparison to the rest. And while the rest of us are all paying just about the fucking same on local state and sales taxes and tolls on the fucking roads and all that shit. But, Mm -hmm. you know, and it wouldn't be the fucking case if the rich people just paid more on their income. And so I'm finally getting my dad to come around and uh, at least on the idea that the wealthiest, like the top 0.1%, yeah, shortchange their taxes by like 500 billion a year. And they have all of the, they take advantage of all these complicated avoidance schemes. And Democrats are proposing legislation to change that. And um, there are people that are, incredibly wealthy that have dined they're called dynasty estates and they literally pass down wealth to unborn generations tax-free essentially like you know how much fucking money you have to have where you're literally setting a trust up for unborn grandchildren yeah (laughs) and and they you can do it for like every other generation and you can just kind of do it in perpetuity so it's a tax avoidance scheme. And so Democrats are proposing legislation to close that fucking bullshit door to either force people yeah. to liquidate before they die and take a hit on taxes then or take a hit on taxes when they pass it down in an inheritance. And because money has to go through the tax system at least one time or, or I'm sorry, just one time. And so all Democrats are trying to do is close the fucking door where money can go through the tax system at a fucking fractional rate as the rate that everybody else's fucking money goes through the fucking system at. And, um, but you know, radical socialists. (laughs) (laughs) And so like super wealthy people are fucking shitting their pants because this is, you know, a considerable uh, levy against their estates, but literally would have no impact on their quality of life, life right. or their unborn children and grandchildren's quality of lives, mm-hmm. qualities of life. And, um, you know, so fucking. Oh, my great grandchildren are only going to have three yachts. <laughs> yeah. Fucking pay up, motherfuckers. You've taken too yeah. much of the pie. You have to give some back. You just right. fucking have exactly. to. But right. uh so I'm getting I'm getting my dad close on that whole concept. <laughs> Godspeed. <laughs> well, Anyways. I guess uh in summary, watch more AE dub. <laughs> Yeah, Dr. Gavin prescribes a little bit more Orange Cassidy in your life. Are you going to now scream at me, tell me to get the fuck out of here? 
and <laughs> have the state call me tomorrow to make sure I'm watching AEW like your doctor <laughs> did to you. <laughs> yeah, it's prescription wrestling. <laughs> All right, well, I'll uh, I'll get caught up. I'll watch um I have Dynamite DVR, so I'll I'll try to watch it over the weekend and get amped up for Blood and Guts and then uh we'll watch let's watch Blood and Guts uh oh, yeah. together. And then uh we'll uh we'll do a recap next Thursday. Oh man, one day we're going to be able to get together in person and watch wrestling Very soon. in the same room. Ugh. And maybe when we're doing after we do the recap, we can uh talk about uh what will hopefully be indictments that have been served on that case. <laughs> I wouldn't get your hopes up. I mean, <laughs> they should. <laughs> it's, uh, that, like seems, that seems like it's going to happen any fucking day now. Boy, I hope so. All right. Whew. All right. That uh, Stay tuned. Something to look listener. forward to. <laughs> <laughs> some good booking. Oh, yeah. Finally, some so finally some good booking. Well, okay. if he's indicted, the indictment will be the good booking. The story mm-hmm. leading up to that is some pretty fucking bad booking. Oh, yeah. It's oh, okay. <laughs> next time. It's like we'll, we'll yell about that next time. It's like if Scorsese if they just let Scorsese direct a movie out of literally every fucking idea he that came through his coked out <laughs> mind in the late 70s. One of them would have been this yeah. fucking Matt Gates story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but even but even then it wouldn't yeah, that's giving it too much dignity. Yeah, like uh, e- even Scorsese would have made sure that you know that his, these an, his awful leading character would at least be empathetic slightly. You have to connect <laughs> yeah. with the audience because it would have been Harvey There's, Keitel because he would have been doing the coke with Scorsese when he came up with the idea. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing redeemable about this fucking villain Gates. All right, nope. That's next week. <laughs> Hopefully. Or whenever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. See you. See you. I'll edit the music in later.